What happens when two best friends find something new to fangirl about in the midst of a global pandemic? They start a podcast. Welcome to BTS Sesh. From awards to biases to comebacks, Allison and Rachel want to talk about all things BTS with you. Hello and welcome back to BTS Sesh. I'm Rachel. And I'm Allison. And we don't have any shares in SM, but uh, who knows what's going to happen in the future. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like that was one of the biggest like news things to drop this last week. It has been so it has been all over my FYP. Yeah, on TikTok, like people just explaining and talking about it and what this means for hype and big hit. And it's like, I mean, it doesn't mean much. <laughs> no, because I mean, they were already shareholders, right? This just means I, that they have a larger. I have no idea if they were shareholders to begin with, but now that okay. they're the largest shareholder, they do have like a bigger say in some of the stuff that yeah. goes down in the company, but like. I don't see that as a bad thing. No, I don't see it. I mean, not not for hyper <laughs> No, no, it's true, true. Not, it's not a bad thing for us. But yeah, yeah. Yeah. It, that was some of the and craziest honestly, stuff. Maybe it's a good thing for us. And maybe, maybe Hybe can turn things around a little bit. Maybe. So, but I just think it's funny because SM Entertainment used to be like one of the big three, and now it's yes. owned by Hive, which started out as big hit, which no one believed in. Uh, vindication. Yes. <laughs> so, it's just funny. Yeah, like literally all of my, t- t- like all of my FYP. I don't know like what exactly besides BTS has brought this upon me, but. Um, capitalism it's, it's capitalism i guess my railing against capitalism i don't yes, know exactly. but it's just people explaining what shareholders are and like what hype is like i have a, some really good tiktoks that i've saved for one day when i do my capitalism episode love it um but yeah it's just all that so i would say i'm educated in it but not really <laughs> <laughs> but i feel like that was one of the it was like one of the news things that dropped in a plethora of news things Dude, that have so, dropped because it's been so long since we last recorded. It has been forever since we have last talked to you guys. Uh, I think like basically a month. Yeah, because it and, was like, yeah, I've been like sick for like a month. Yeah, Rachel's. Yeah, it's all Rachel's fault, you guys. It is. Um, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Please don't hate me. Um, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, so much has happened. So much has happened. Do we want to just kind of like go through things that have happened? I mean, let's go through the first most important thing. It was BTS Sesh's, uh, second anniversary. That's right. Yes, it was. I think it was officially like last week or the, like last weekend, maybe? I'd have to look back. Yeah. I don't know, but... But guys, we've been here for two years. Can you believe it? Two years is insane to think about. Yeah. That's crazy. So you've been with us since the beginning. Like, wow, we love you. Amazing. Happy anniversary to you, Happy anniversary, you guys. (laughs) 
I can't believe it's been two years since we started the podcast. And it's like still like so much fun. It really is. And I feel like in recent months, we've really kind of gotten a little bit out of our comfort zone and we've done collaborations and we've been been looking on into ways that we can like further bolster or nourish our little like BTS sesh community. And it's really yeah. exciting. Exciting to think about and see what, you know, what we can do to Yeah and what to get everybody like, interested mm-hmm. in and stuff. Yeah. So I'm really excited for the future. I am too. too see what happens because I'm not going anywhere even though I sound like froggy from the little rascals I mean it happens to the best of us (laughs) I'm not going anywhere even though my depression is low (laughs) recently but But we got we've got a we have a run episode coming up which is instant serotonin it's that's right that's my therapy so next week you guys on valentine's day bts is taking us on a date (laughs) yes it's a run BTS episode. <laughs> they're really leaning into that parasocial relationship, right. and we love to see it. I mean, the parasocial relationship has really, really been parasocialing recently. So For sure. I feel like that's a great segue into just, like, let's just talk about the lives. Let's just really talk quick. about the lives. What's <laughs> happened? So, so, one, let's get, like... The most unexpected and shortest one out of the way. Yes. V went live by himself at his house. It's so random. The thing is, too, that, well, okay, the first person to kind of, like, jumpstart everything or jumpstart the the recent chaos was JK. Yeah. And he was basically, like, he revealed in his first one that he was like, usually we have to, like, run it by the company or get permission, but... I just felt like going live. And then yeah. I feel like when the guy saw that there were like very little consequences, Hold they on. were like, let's do this. I think, I think V's was actually before JK's. Was it? I think so. I, that feels right to me because V just did it while he was at home and Jungkook was at his house and they were playing video games with his friends. <gasps> that's but, right. That's right. Yeah. So I feel like he was like, I'm going to do a live. And then ev- then I feel like probably someone, probably like J-Hope was like, hey, JK, everyone says you haven't been on social media in a long time. So like, what are you going to do about that? <laughs> because there was, there was, people were up in arms about the fact that we haven't had like any JK content recently. So... Oh, you know what? I think you are 100% right. I think his was the first, but it was like that really short one. It was like, it was like really short, but like not his shortest. No. (laughs) Because he he has done one that's like been like a minute. Yeah. And he was just like, hey, what's up? Playing video games. Bye. Just wanted to check in. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. You're totally right. And yes, he mentioned that JK was at his house and then, and then JK was like, well, since people have been missing me so much, I guess that I'm just going to spend, like, a couple hours with them It's A couple time. hours. <laughs> the first one he did was four hours long, you there guys. There was karaoke. There was there karaoke. Was... There was bam. There was beer. There was, yes. like, it was amazing. It, I was, like, so mad because I was at work. It's our busiest time of year, of course, at work right now in my department. 
So I'm like at work, not feeling well, crazy busy. And Allison texts me and she's like, oh my God, JK is live. Yeah. And then like two hours later, she's like, oh my God, JK is he still, still live. Is live. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, he's going to do an Instagram live. Yes, he did an Instagram live. Uh, was that the first one or the second one? I think that was the second one. He's done three. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was the first. Well, so he he went oh, live. Oh, yes, you're right. You're right. Because the second one. Wait. Yes, the second one is when he was eating. Okay, yes. The ch- second one was the eating. And then the third one was the one that he just did this Today. Morning. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Guys, it's so hard to keep track of. <laughs> he, so... V got on and was like, hey, because you know he wants to do, like, Weverse lives with people, but they don't have that function. And so he was like, let's get on Instagram. (laughs) Yes. And there was, like, pure chaos because people were, like, jumping from Twitter to Weverse to Instagram and, like, back because they were saying things on Weverse live that... Of course, they had to go to Twitter to get translated. And then they're like, oh, my God, they are going to go to Instagram. And then they were on Instagram. And, like, JK opened Instagram. And that happened when I was on my lunch. So, like, I saw it when he first opened the Instagram Live. Yeah. But then he was like, I'm too overwhelmed by this because people 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 kept requesting. Yeah, Yeah. like, requesting to join his Live. And he's like, I just want to. I just want to talk to V. Like, yeah, I don't want to talk to all you guys, you weirdos. (laughs) Yeah. And so he like shut it down and I was like, okay, is this the end of this? And then I guess they figured it out because they were able to do it. And Mm -hmm. I love that V was basically like, listen, you know, I'll take the fall for it. If I we know. Get in that trouble. was my favorite thing. He's like, we, we promised we wouldn't do this. <laughs> we wouldn't do Instagram lives. And he was just like, I'll take the blame. It's fine. Which is like, I feel like that's a very earth sign thing to it do. Is. Because that is exactly how I do anything. It's like, if I want to do something and the other person's not sure, it's like, just blame me. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I don't <Yeah>. care. <laughs> he was like, I got you. Yeah. <laughs> the company can talk to me. me. And there was because one- I mean he's the one who wants this function on Weavers. So I feel like he was like, hey, if you don't give it to me on Weavers, I'm taking I'm going to Instagram live. <laughs> yes. He he throws down the ultimatum. That's right. He's like, Weavers. you guys haven't been listening to me recently, Weavers. And then I just really love all of the memes that came out where people were talking about how, like, JK and V get pulled into a room at Hive to, like, get lectured. And also <laughs> yes, you're yes. like, the click clack of Chelsea, of Chelsea Boots. Boots. <laughs> <laughs> My client yeah, doesn't have to answer. <laughs> <laughs> Which is perfect because Jimin also went live yes. twice. He's, like, he's gone live twice. So, so, yes. So let's finish with JK's live first yes 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 yes. so the first one he just he talked to us he sang like, karaoke sang karaoke bam we dated, was there we, we dated, dated him for like, for like 10 three, seconds i think it was like three seconds he was, was like one three? two three we're done now i think that i think his breakup speech was actually longer than the relationship that feels on brand for him true <laughs> <laughs> and then and then the second one he just ate chicken and watched um, that Netflix reality TV show. Physical 100. Yes. Which is on my list of things to watch. And I like, I had just added it. I think it had just come out. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that actually looks kind of interesting. You know, not just because there are these very handsome men who are shirtless and 
like trying to wrestle in mud. It's fine. Um, but I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh, this this kind of looks kind of fun. Like it's a reality TV show that's kind of a little bit like Squid Games, but without all the death. Yeah. And so it was really funny when it was revealed that that was the show he was watching oh, while yes. he was like eating chicken and drinking beer. But then and Netflix... talking to the TV, he like wasn't even talking to us. No. <laughs> like we were just there with him. Yes. It was like, it was literally like me and you watching the untamed. Yeah. Together where it was like, we is during the these pandemic. These have just been like FaceTime dates. Is what literally. Yes. Yeah. It's like, you just turn your phone on you're like watching something together and you're kind of interacting with each other, but you're watching the show. Like, yeah, I had like mm-hmm. lots of flashbacks to, to our time during the pandemic. To the times. The times. Yeah. <laughs> the alone times. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I couldn't believe that Netflix had the audacity. I know. To ha- they had to take down the video for copyright infringement because he was playing the playing one of their shows in the background any sense why would netflix do this this is the best the best publicity they could ever have for one of their shows like what the hell and it wasn't like like the camera wasn't pointed at the tv no it wasn't like anybody could actually watch it yeah and it wasn't like it was like turned on loud like yeah it was literally we were watching jk watch the show like jk was the main focal point for us like it wasn't watching jk like but Netflix is already in a lot of hot water because it was like right around the same time that all this it stuff came out. It was literally the, the same week. It was the same week the password stuff came out. So like Netflix, you guys are in hot water, not only with everyone in the world, but now also with ARMY. So like, yeah, yeah. let us have that live. I mean, it is on YouTube. Yes. For those who want to know. Um, but But then he came back today. And was boxing. He was boxing. Dude, so I was babysitting this morning, you guys. So I couldn't, like, focus on his live. I could just kind of scroll a little bit while playing Legos with my nephew. Um, But most, so mostly my uh, impression of that live was his hair. Yeah. His hair. His hair. He put it in a ponytail. Like, listen, even, like, so before, like, he has... I saw people on TikTok saying he has the lesbian wolf cut. (laughs) (laughs) And I was just like, he does. Yeah, I know. I was was just going to say that's a great way to describe it. (laughs) Right? It it is just, it looks, it's always so good. And it was like kind of curly because I guess he'd been Mm -hmm. sweating. And yeah, and then he was boxing and then he put it up in a ponytail. And his bangs, like his bangs are so cute. (laughs) Apparently he had just like cut his bangs recently. Yeah. So his bangs are a little bit shorter, I guess, so he could see, which, yes, fair, honestly. Um, But it was so cute because it was like he was there with his coach, Tommy, and like they were just sparring and working out. And it was it was so funny. People were getting ready to fight the chair. Did you see that? (laughs) No, I haven't seen that. So when he <laughs> when he first started, there was a chair that that he was sitting in, and he mm-hmm. sat in for some of the live um, that was like right in front of the phone. And but when he got up to like do other stuff, he didn't move the chair, so the chair oh, so was, it was like, like blocking. blocking a little bit of the screen. Like it was oh. a huge portion, but like you could hear him working out, like doing floor exercises, but you couldn't see, see him. him. So it was a little bit. 
explicit. It was like the gin <laughs> one where like if this would like if I accidentally didn't have my headphones like plugged in properly and I'm on yeah. like the bus and all of a sudden people hear Jin playing video games in Argentina and like yelling about how something yes. else in Argentina. Yes. <laughs> and so people were saying that that was kind of what was going on with JK, but he figured it out and he was like, oh no, wait, the chair's in the way. And so he moved That's it later. Good. But That's good. I was just like, of course. Of course. Of course. There's got to be something. <laughs> but I love it that they, it's like whenever one of them goes live, at least a handful of them like jump into the comments and are like yes. checking oh. in and chatting. And the- <laughs> JK told us that in his second life, he told us that the on the group chat, they the boys told him not to drink on lives, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then he was like, "But I'm JK," and so <laughs> he he's drinking just started drinking beer. beer. Oh, I love him. Oh, I do too. It makes me so happy to see them just like living their best lives and doing what they want like the rumor had been that jk was just kind of taking a break and going around and trying out different like barbecue places and like not really focusing on anything me too and i feel like he kind of confirmed some of that in his life where he was basically like yeah no i haven't really been working on anything i've just been kind of taking it easy and you know being like a stone like i've just kind of been hanging out and yeah they totally deserve that. They have been pushing themselves One now for thousand percent years. He has, yeah, he's basically not had like a Any chill time. time, yeah, for ten years. So, like, let yeah. that boy sit in his house for six days and drink beer and hang out with his dog. Because, good God, if I could do that, I would. Yes, if I had the it funds, sounds like the perfect, the perfect life. Truly, eating just eating. Fried chicken, drinking beer. I don't like beer, but like, you know, a hard cider. Yeah. Hanging out with my dog, watching Netflix. Like yes. the dream. The dream. Tr- truly. I did love that he was like, oh, Bam has a veterinarian appointment in the morning. <laughs> so, and it's like, it was like so, it was like in the early, early morning, right? When he yeah. was filming this at that point. And then I think he went to bed at like six. And like then, the, his time, six a.m. Yeah, and I feel like I feel like I saw something or heard something where it was like his brother actually. His, his brother posted on on his Instagram a picture of Bam at the vet's office. That yes, morning. that's a good good brother. Good, good brother. brother. Kudos. Yeah, he's <laughs> like my brother got tipsy. And stayed up all night singing to Army. So, do you think JK like texted him <laughs> when his alarm went off like at eight or something? Was yes. Like, hey, can you come get Bam and take him to his appointment? Because like I'm not doing it. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> I 100% think so. Um, it's just it's been so fun to like see them just do their own thing and like. Mm-hmm. Jimin, he kind of came on, and his was not like more formal, but like I think both of his they were at the company. company. And he basically revealed to us that he's been working on his album. You guys, so end of January, I think a rumor was going around that we were going to get Jimin's album in February. Yes. So everyone's kind of been waiting. 
but then we found out that it was a different Jimin. Yes. <laughs> a different Jimin is releasing her solo stuff in February. So everyone was making jokes like that's what that's who <laughs> Taeyang actually texted that one time. Oh, that would be so funny. Right? Um so so but Jimin said so he said two things during his live and I think this is his live from yesterday he said um he said March and he said April for his yes his thing so I think probably we're looking at late March late March early April that would make sense I think like I feel Um, like the album will probably come out in late March and then he does a bunch of things um promo stuff in April yeah yeah I mean I think that makes total sense because right now he's still part of the vibe mm-hmm. promo stuff. So we've been getting quite a few videos with him specific to his collab with um, Taeyong. And like also um, we've been getting a lot of information about or a lot of content around his um, partnership with Dior Yes. Because Jimin is now a global ambassador for Dior. <laughs> you guys. So all of the brands, they were like, we can finally afford BTS because we can afford just one. <laughs> yeah. Like, exactly. And so all the brands have just been scooping them up. And Dior got Jimin. Valentino. Jimin fa- yeah. Valentino got, got uh, Sugar. Sugar. And then J-Hope just got everybody. Like, I think he was there specifically for Louis Vuitton. Yes, but he also went to Hermes. But he went like he went to all of them. Like he got invited. He was like he was like the main character of Paris Fashion Week. (laughs) And we love to see it. And we love to see it. We love to see it. So yeah. And we got we got um proof that uh J Hope and Jimin hung out while they were in Paris together. Very cute. Um, Yes. But yeah. The the Valentino show, I think, was like the the Following the following week, week. yeah they so. Had already, so so the bodyguard that was with jimin in mm-hmm. paris he was also seen with sugar when he was in paris so he literally went from korea to paris with jimin and then back to korea with jimin and then to paris with sugar. <laughs> so like that man <laughs> yes but we we love that bodyguard we love oh we love that man he was he, amazing. He is on it at all times. Because just seeing, like, with fashion weeks, there's always going to be more of a presence, like, not just of paparazzi and, um, you know, like, other artists and things like that. There's always mm-hmm. going to be fans because there's, yeah. going to, there's, that, there's that sense that, like, yes, there are all of these famous people who – these like famous, beautiful people who are in one place at one time. So that you're you're going to have a better opportunity to potentially interact with with somebody. Yeah. And so I'm sure it was pure chaos. Oh yeah. I think there was I think there was a video of like the photographers like for news outlets and stuff in Paris that were like, you know, be aware. <laughs> Beware. Yeah. <laughs> a BTS member is coming out next. So watch out for Army because it's gonna be crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Like, I cannot imagine. And it has to be so overwhelming, even when you're just, like, in the in a group of seven. Yeah. It has to be overwhelming. But then when you're, like, entering by yourself. Yeah. Like, nerve-wracking. Completely. Um, yeah. They, like, they are all stepping out of their 
comfort zone doing mm-hmm. all of this solo work so yeah and you, but you can tell that they are enjoying the opportunity to kind of push themselves to grow yeah and I think that they're kind of they're seeing how important the other members are to them like they're they're being reminded basically um because literally every like behind the scenes video like anything you hear them say at least once like man I wish the other members were here yeah I miss my members this is so much easier when the members yes yeah and so I feel like the solo work is doing exactly what they hoped it would do when they were talking about it at Festa last year, where it's like, this gives us the opportunity to grow as individuals, but even more importantly, it gives us the opportunity to grow and improve as a group. And I think that's what we're seeing is we're seeing this kind of reiteration of the fact that they want to remain a team of seven Mm -hmm. and that the work that they're doing now is really just to help them maintain that longevity. As BTS. If they didn't have the enlistment, they -hmm. wouldn't be doing what they're doing now. Yeah. So it's like, it's a necessary evil that they necessarily like wouldn't do just on their own, by their own volition. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I agree. Because I think, I think there are a couple of members like J-Hope in particular, I think is very, he's very ambitious and I think he has... Mm -hmm. He has a lot of plans for what he wants to do with his with his solo career. I think he's very, oh he has so like much. he's got he has, he has more than we know, man. Some yeah, some of the stuff that's come out. We'll talk about that next time. Yes, it is a so much stuff. <laughs> but like, I feel like J Hope is one of the members who's like, I'm. He's wanting to to create, and he's excited about creating like his own his own thing. Yeah. Um. But I feel like some of the other members, like Jimin and maybe even JK, like they're cool with doing stuff by themselves, but they wouldn't necessarily do it if this if they didn't like, have to. Yeah. yeah, like if this scenario wasn't happening the way it's happening. Yeah. You know? And I think that's just kind of further reinforced by what they're all choosing to do mm-hmm. during this like quote unquote break. Yeah. Um Speaking really quick about enlistment, we haven't gotten any news about any of the other members. No. And like when they're going to be going. But Jin did graduate from basic training. Yay. He was like he was like the number one guy. Yeah, he was like voted by his peers. And like so he like led the little chants and stuff or whatever at the end. Like That's he so was like cute. their he was their like point person. We also heard that there was a talent show and oh, his God, group yes. won. An extra day of vacation. Can you imagine trying to sign up for a talent <laughs> show? And Jin of BTS is your <laughs> competition. Competition, yeah. Like, could you imagine, like, going to, like, first of all, I wouldn't sign up. I'd just be like, no, forget no. it. No, it's like, let's um, just give it to him. Yeah, like, screwed. it's done. But, like, can you, <laughs> I just have this, like, image in my head of, like, they're at the talent show this person is performing they think they've done really great they get off realize that jen from bts is following them Mm -hmm. and then they're like wait a second and then the person who goes after jen realizes that they have to follow follow jen Jen. and apparently jen like taught 
his like group how to like do the dance that they did and stuff like that it's so cute like oh I love love it I love that because we've we've seen this how like how he is with the other members Mm -hmm. and I feel like we're just getting to see that now in a slightly different context or at least hear about it kind of third hand um in a slightly different context and it seems like based on what all the members have have said in their lives when they've mentioned him is like he's doing great like he's he's enjoying himself like I mean and we shouldn't be surprised because team Kim Sokjin always wins always 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 wins wins. so like you know that's what they named it (laughs) you you know even if even if he wasn't like no we can't name it that the other person's like no I'm a fan no no we're we're, we're naming we have to we have to name I that because every we watch BTS. <laughs> but we every know. run BTS. Yeah. We know we cannot lose if we're team Kim Sokjin. <laughs> yes. Oh, my gosh. But I just love that. And it just means I feel like, you know, he's been able to communicate more with his, his friends and his family because now he's out of basic training. Yeah, so. he has, like, phone privileges now. So. And he asked for permission to share pictures yes, after his graduation, which is so great. I love um, I love the subtle ways that BTS kind of reminds us, maybe not intentionally, but I still think it's a good reminder, like reminds fans like trust us, trust what's coming from us. Like we share with you what we want to share with you. Yeah. Like don't go looking for stuff from other sources. Yeah. Like, don't 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 get the weird like stalker stuff. It's yeah, because so. I I feel like there were some videos at one point going around. I didn't see any of them, but I heard that there were some videos going around of like the actual graduation ceremony. Yeah. And it's one thing, like if you're there for your family and you're videotaping your yeah, that's friend one or whatever. thing. But if you're just like I'm there and uh, I'm gonna focus on Jen and then post this for clout, like yeah, come on. it's like uh, this is. This was a an event for friends and family, and so there really wasn't a need to like, yeah, share that for that, you know? yeah. Especially too, like I feel like he literally came on later and was like, "Here are pictures. I'm doing great." And it was like, yeah, see, chill, guys. Yeah, like it's fine. Um, but I'm wondering if we're going to get any news because it's getting pretty close for Suga, isn't it? It is. So his birthday's in March. Mm-hmm. And he'll hit the deadline. So yeah, so he'll have to start thinking about that. I think I. I mean, well, I feel like we'll definitely get news around, like around his birthday, about it. Kind of like yeah. we did with Jen. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. But in the meantime, he's just been keeping us entertained. I know. He missed his his uh, episodes, yes. which. I really love seeing him. I love this show so much. So does Jimin. Jimin talks about it literally Jim, every yeah. chance he gets. <laughs> well, we all know that Jimin is Suga's biggest fan. Truly. So. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So episode three, we had uh, Taeyang. Yes. Uh, talking about vibe. Basically. Yes, and that was that was really cute to see because Suga was fangirling so hard. Yes, like it was to the, very cute 
to the point where he was doing the whole like where he was like turning to take a drink yeah kind of thing like it was very you could tell how nervous he was and how respectful he wanted to be because this was yeah. somebody that he looked up to like this is this is his idol like this is yes this is the guy who kind of like I feel like Big Bang really brought a lot of the BTS members into in general being idols like yes like if it wasn't for Big Bang I feel like they probably would have never thought to become idols I agree I think yeah I think that they are kind of like they were their pinnacle at that point like yeah we want to try and be like the this group this is the group that we want to try and emulate and like especially you'll see in like older videos that they've shared and even that they shared on the episode with with Jimin yes where they were like showing where he was like pretending to be him and like doing his dance and stuff I was like this is so cute because like you can tell they have like such a love for their group and their music and their legacy and like just getting to see Suga geek out like that was really really fun I feel like this is something that kind of gets lost um, and the whole like BTS paved the way and stuff like mm-hmm. because I saw a lot of people being like see they didn't pave the way because they're giving credit to Big Bang it's like here's the thing though they're gonna have influences yeah like they and yes there were people that came before them they just kind of happened to go a different direction than they did that no one else had gone basically like like it's it's one thing to ignore complete like like if sugar was just like yeah you guys were fine but like whatever like he's he's just he's just giving praise where praise is due like yeah like people are gonna like th- yes there were people they were <laughs> they were first gen and second gen before bts mm-hmm and yes, they BTS has those building blocks, but I mean, they really like launched into yeah. the air, so like well, into think- the stratosphere. So, and I think I think that was a good parallel with the fourth episode. I was just gonna say that you read my mind. Yes. So, so to have that because the fourth episode was Hoshi from Seventeen. Yep. And it was. That episode, so like that episode was the cutest for me yes. because Hoshi is just fangirling. It was yes. so cute, but she was also there being like, "It's fine, you're great too." Like, yes, like stop telling me I'm so wonderful. Like there was literally a part that's like trapped in compliments. Like yes. <laughs> it was, it was so sweet, and I love that he got. Like, well, I think we really got to see in episodes three and four, like the generational effect. Yeah, of of BTS. Like we got to see someone that BTS was influenced by, and then someone BTS is actually influenced. So we got to see like how they fit into the K-pop legacy, and how, like you said, they've changed it and like pushed it and made it grow even further. And so I just loved that Hoshi would not let it. He would not. He would not let Sugar like not take credit for you because Hoshi's big point that he made he made this a couple times during the interview which was really funny to me but he was basically like BTS is the reason why 17 is big especially in America mm-hmm. like like they would not have TV spots and performances in America if it wasn't for BTS 
yes. doing that first. And, you know, she was like, no, it's because you're so talented. But it's like, no, <laughs> like they are very talented. It's not that they're not talented. It's just that America is extremely xenophobic and racist. So mm-hmm. if it wasn't for BTS opening that door for them, they, yeah, it yeah. wouldn't happen. So so and the I... reason, like, K-pop is so big right now is because BTS, like, kind of kicked open the door and was like, we're yes. here. So. Yes. And, yeah. yeah. I Yes. Completely. And I think... It was really validating as a fan to hear another idol say that to Shuga yeah. and in, like be so insistent about it. Um, but it also just like reinforced how humble the guys are in oh, general. Oh, so freaking humble. Like he like <laughs> like literally Shuga was trapped in compliments. Like, like yeah. he was like, no, stop it. Stop saying these things. He's like, stop it. You don't have to turn away. Like, you yeah. can just talk to me. Like, you don't have to be so formal. Let's drink and relax. It's fine. And the kid was like, meanwhile, no. no, no. <laughs> yeah, meanwhile, everyone's t- saying that to Sugar with the old, like, the old, yes. his older guests, and he just continues to do it. So it's like, come on, man. Yeah. It's cute. It really is. Those but are like two great episodes to have back to back. They were so, and then we cut with Hoshi's interview. We got a little <laughs> the cookie clip, which yes. was <laughs> hilarious and ridiculous <laughs> because they used they used a cut from a Run BTS episode mm-hmm. where um, yes, JK asks J Hope like what kind of cookie, and J Hope's like junk cookie. <laughs> like, yes. <laughs> And then, and then that went into um, Sugar letting Hoshi come into his into the Genius Lab, and yeah, apparently I saw on on Twitter from an interview that he did later, like recently, like mm-hmm. after he filmed, but yes. before us recording right now, um, yes, where he talked about how he got to listen to Sugar's unreleased stuff. So that lucky dog, truly. And didn't they talk about how – I feel like there's another interview where they talked about how, like, Suga is, like, a really great men- – like, he he makes an effort to mentor yeah. younger idols. So, like, he – if he sees they need food, he will buy them food or, like, Dude, buy them dinner while they're practicing. He apparently bought TXT. He saw that TXT were practicing and he bought them chicken like, to eat while they're practicing. Like, what kind of man – I love that for him. Me too. And like he invites them over to his house and like yeah, like, they, they all hang, hang out and talk. Like, like apparently Sugar's house is like kind of like the party spot. It sounds like because it's every- so funny. Yeah, because everyone talks about how they went over to Sugar's house to listen to stuff and to talk about stuff and yeah, it's just really funny. Let's get into some Billboard stuff. Yeah, while we're while we're talking about how BTS paved the way. Yeah, so I just need everyone to know that all seven members have now charted on mm-hmm. the Billboard, uh, like top charts. Yep, all seven. Yep, yep. and then finally got in there. Yeah, yes, and uh, it's been confirmed that RM is now the longest running K-pop solo artist to chart. Well deserved. Well deserved, because like, I still his album is still so good. Yeah, yeah, it's one of those it's, like timeless 
it's a classic Classic. like it's already it's been out for like (laughs) what less than three months and it's already a classic like yeah like it's it's one of those that you're he literally created the album that he was trying to create and that you know it's one of those that you will continue to go back to yeah throughout the rest of your life it's amazing yeah so Um, and not not on billboard news but mm -hmm. also achievement news um, Boy with Love hit 1 billion streams on Spotify. It's the first Korean song to ever do so. I'm so proud of them. I'm so proud of them. And also Halsey, you go Halsey. And also Halsey, yes. So I just, it's, you know, we have four more to go until all of them uh-huh. can eat out of those, like, plaques that they yes. get. So I think Fake Love is our next uh our goals so everyone put some fake love on your uh playlists it never leaves my playlist yeah have you seen so this is not on the alley have you watched jimin's like little dance challenges yes of course i have i love his little dance challenges so he's only done two so far but his last one that was released today with the picture of bang pd he apparently that was like bang pd's office or something (laughs) such a flex such a flex i love that and the like the hand-drawn picture of bang pd like it's hilarious so you give jimin a chance to troll bang pd and he will take it he will like i feel like if you give any of them a chance, true <laughs> like their relation like i feel like their relationship with bang pd is such like an older brother younger brother thing where they yes. just like anytime to roast them just a little bit they will take it yes <laughs> Well, and, and he's goes, fine with it because yes. he's also in on this joke. Yeah. Yes. And it goes back to what um, Shuka was saying in the latest episode of Sochita because he was like, yeah, I hang out with the CEO of Hive and with Bang PD. And they're like, they're my mentors. Like they're guiding yeah. me through this whole, like the whole music business. And they're giving me advice. And it's like, I just feel that they, they have such a great relationship with their label yeah. And have so much creative control of what they're doing. Like, it's just really, it's great to see. Oh, oh. So back to the episode with Hoshi, they talked about, Sugar talked about how he was basically offered kind of to have like his own, something, something about him having like his own trainees and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And he thought about it and he was like, I cannot do that. I cannot change people's lives like that. And I'm like, same Mm -hmm. same but it was but it's so but so he's in this position where people are like trusting him and trying to give him these responsibilities and stuff like that that's amazing yeah and I mean the fact that he is such a trusted and like well-known producer Mm -hmm. speak like he recognizes talent and I think he's one who knows how to nurture talent yeah I think he kind of brings out the best in the artists that he works with and that's that's a very um it's a very rare, rare talent to have, I think, mm-hmm. in the industry to be able to pick people out of a, a group and say, like, you're fantastic. Let's work on this. Like, like, let's do this. Yeah. But I think he's definitely not the kind of person who's like. He doesn't want to like, be in charge. Of, yeah. <laughs> he doesn't want to be in charge. He does, also doesn't want to kill people's dreams, you know? Like, yeah. He wa- like, I feel like he's very much just a nurturer. He doesn't want to have to pick and choose. He wants to just, yes. if anyone comes to him, he wants to help them. Well, I feel so. like he, I feel like the role that Bang PD plays now where he's been able to step down as 
the CEO of Hyde and Mm -hmm. just really kind of go back in and be a chairperson and um, focus on music. Yeah. I feel like that is really. That's very much like where Sugar should go. Yeah. Like Sugar. And where he's like aiming. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't see Sugar being a CEO. No. No. And I could, but I don't see him wanting to do that, you know? So. So I thought that was just interesting that he was like, no, I can't do that. Yeah. <laughs> it's cute. He's like, don't make me, don't make me destroy people's dreams. Yeah. Yeah. Which 100%. Yeah. Yeah. So speaking of destroying dreams. <laughs> <laughs> are we breaking, are we going to the Grammys? We're going straight to the Grammys now, you guys. They did not win their Grammy. Wah, wah. Wah, wah. Sam Smith and Kim Petras, I think her name is. Mm-hmm. They won for Unholy, which, I mean, they are the first trans and non-binary people to win. So that's an amazing accomplishment. I'm so happy and proud yes. for them. But, man, did I want BTS and Coldplay to win. I know. <laughs> oh, so hard. And, and But also, like, the Grammys, they just suck so hard because for the music video thing, so Yet mm-hmm. to Come was up for the music video, they used a picture from the Hyundai version instead yeah. of the actual music video. Yeah, I know. I saw that. That, oh, that made me so mad. Like, I, I've been seething about that since. Yeah. So the Grammys suck, you guys. Like, we already knew this, but, like, it was, like, an extra level of disrespect mm-hmm. for d- using the Hyundai version for that. Yeah. And they cropped out sugar. So it was, like, <sighs> unredeemable. Yeah. My thing is, like, well, we and we talked about this. I feel like every time we do an episode about that, yeah, the Grammys, probably, yeah. is that is that um, yeah, like we know the Grammys have this history, like you were talking about earlier, being xenophobic and racist. And even though they are they are pulling together teams and committees to address this kind of like institutionalized. Um, these institutionalized issues, they of course are still struggling because the right. other big controversy of the night was I was just Harry about Styles to say it. I was just winning about to say it. album of the year over Beyonce's Renaissance. How? How? Like the fact that Beyonce has ne- sorry, this is going to become a Beyonce rant podcast for a minute. How can Perfect. Beyonce not ever have an album of the year Grammy? She like, is the she is the person now who has been awarded the most Grammys the most. in history. Like this man woman or woman is the a queen. Most. Like the fact that she does not have a best out because her albums are always comp- like the the fact that Lemonade didn't win yeah. still like it like makes me so mad. But like she Rena- Renaissance was amazing and it was like something mm-hmm. completely out of her usual mm-hmm. thing like the fact that she didn't win and ha- like listen harry styles he's fine whatever it, but like his like i could go on about his elton john like rip off stuff that he's doing right now yeah but the fact that he won over beyonce yeah irredeemable i know irredeemable i mean i would say the one shining moment of the night for me was when Lizzo won for yeah. record of the year yeah. and she was the first 
black woman to do so since Whitney Houston won for I Will Always Love You. Ridiculous. But yes, the fact that Lizzo yeah. won, like that was the best part of the entire night. Not that I actually watched the Grammys. No, but... I just kept up with it on Twitter. Yeah, same. Just because Beyonce hasn't won Album of the Year, that should tell you all you need to know about how much the Grammys suck. Mm-hmm. Because she should have at least four of those by now. Truly. Yeah. So I feel like it was one of those things where it's like, eh, disappointed, not surprised. Disappointed, not surprised. Furious for Beyonce. <laughs> True. Yes, truly. <laughs> and it also just goes to show, like, and I think it was Brian Raleigh who said in one of his articles where he's like, the Recording Academy needs BTS, but, the B- but BTS does not need the Recording Academy. Yeah. Like, also, can we say Chris from Coldplay did not stand up and clap when Col- when BTS did not win? He's a real one because let's also a real talk one. about his SNL performance. <gasps> he oh he did he performed the astronaut on SNL on SNL, and then he wore they all like everyone Everybody. wore little um Wuto. Mm-hmm. pins and wuto there's like a little wuto plushie on the stage for he's it. just been carrying that around the entire time they've been touring since the astronaut dropped like the love this man has for bts and jen specifically yeah it ma- it warms my soul and apparently there was somebody one of the the background singers for that performance yeah. on SNL. She kind of came out later um, and said basically like, yeah, he explained to us why the song was written, that this was actually Jin's song and they were doing a cover. And like they, he told them about Wuto and like all of that. And I was like, that is just like so sweet that he was like, you know what? We're going to do this for my buddy. Yeah. And we're performing a song that is not ours, technically. Like, it's yeah. Jin, they, of B- Jin of BTS yeah. is that song. They helped to write it, but, like, it's Jin's song. It's Jin's song, yeah. And so the fact that they're like, we're going to do a cover on The SNL. fact that they took their SNL time to do that for Jin mm-hmm. and BTS. Like, it is And sh- for it ARMY. Just, and for ARMY. Like, it just shows you how much how much Coldplay appreciates and loves BTS. And I love that. Yeah. It makes me very happy because they're like, the Western music industry does not give BTS, obviously, does not give BTS any props, really. And the fact Mm -hmm. that Chris Martin is just like, but actually, they deserve it. And I'm going to do it. He was like, fine, I'll do it myself. Like, Yes, <laughs> yes, he thanos it. He thanos it, man. Like, he's <laughs> <just> like, <laughs> just imagine Thanos in a beanie with a, a Wu-Tang. <laughs> I love that everyone was like, he's saying that he dressed like a kindergartner whose name is like Leaf. <laughs> yes. <laughs> But truly, that's the, that's the most respect the Grammys deserves. Like it's true, it's true. So we also got to see. So I don't know if you've had a chance to watch it yet because it dropped just recently. But they did mm-hmm. another BTS episode about Jen going to Argentina. I haven't watched it. I meant to watch it before, oh but I ended up babysitting this morning. So there. <laughs> Listen, it it was so sweet to just kind of see that too because it was the video focused primarily on their 
rehearsal for the astronaut Mm -hmm. and getting ready for the performance. And it was one of those videos, again, that like emphasized how much being on stage as seven means to all of the members. Yeah. Because Jen was like, you know, this is, I'm so nervous because it's just me. And he's like, Coldplay's there and Coldplay's a team, but I'm not used to this. Like, right. And <laughs> that's not his team. Exactly. Yeah. And he was like, people were talking because he was asking some like very specific questions about, okay, so like when you're on stage, where am I going to walk from? Like, how is this going to happen? Like he was looking to block basically the entire yeah. performance and Chris Martin, God bless him is much more of like a, we'll just see what happens kind of dad, yeah. when I get on stage. <laughs> and so Jen at that point, like there was a moment where he was like panicking. Like there's like a panic phase. Like what? he's <laughs> used to J-Hope blocking for him yeah he's used to j-hoping like you stand there and you stand there and we'll move like this like that yes dance leader yes i mean that we saw it in the bts episode for their visit to the white house bts yeah like j-hope choreographed bts coming up to the podium so like yeah Jen jen was expecting that and then chris was just like we'll just feel it out just do whatever and then i'm so one of the fun things that came out from this behind the scenes video was that the bit at the end where they just they sing together with with the guitar yeah that was not planned originally so that was something that Chris came up with kind of at the last minute and they rehearsed it a little bit and Jen was so nervous about it because they had to turn off the track in his ear and his in-ears and he was like I'm really nervous about this because it's going to be hard to hear and so they only rehearsed that part like just one or two times. Wow. And so, like, the fact that they pulled it off, it was so genuine. I think that's part of the reason why Jen, like, giggled at that one point. Yeah. yeah. In there because it was, like. And that just made it even better. Like It did. Like, he, like, Chris was was encouraging him to, like, explore the entire stage. He was, like, this is your moment. We want you to enjoy this. And um, they were talking about, like, how it would be more impactful for him to come out, like, on the lower end of the stage and then move up and then come back mm-hmm. down. Like, they were they were being so sensitive to the fact that this was going to be his last performance in a while. Yeah. And they definitely wanted to do something that was memorable for him and for them and for all of their fans. Oh, yeah. And um, my last favorite part of the video, which was the part that got me, was they did show – a tiny clip of the speech that Chris Martin did before introducing Jen. Yeah. Where he basically broke down, like, you know, we've started this collaboration with BTS and it's been incredibly rewarding. And, you know, Jen reached out because he has to go away for a little while, like doing this whole explanation. And you kind of got to see Jen's reaction to it a little bit in real time. And you could just tell like his, his whole face got red. Like it was just like, I'm going to cry watching that. He, like, I don't know how much he understood of it at the time. Mm -hmm. um, Because it was, like, literally right as he was about to get to go on stage. But, like, you could tell that the sentiment was there. And at one point when Chris was like, we're not going to see him for a couple of years. And, like, Jen's face was just, like, he was just like, like, oh, gosh. Like, this this is starting to sink in for me. And, um... And also, like, on top of, like, dealing with all the nerves of just, like, doing this, yeah. like, this huge venue with all these people. Like, it was just a really beautiful kind of poignant moment where he, like, 
it felt like a mentor, like his mentor validating him and recognizing what he was going to be going through and what all of the fans were going to be going through as they missed him. And like, he got to do that and then give one of the biggest performances of his life. And so yeah. it was just really, really moving. Oh my God. I'm going to cry when I watch it. A thousand percent. We're going to stop recording. You're going to go watch it. And then you're going to tell me. How I'm going to cry. Cried. I'm going to cry myself to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Fall asleep while crying. <laughs> yes. Oh gosh. But we also got to see, so all of this happened in like the last four weeks. Yeah. But we also got to go and see Yet to Come in cinemas. It was so much fun. So I love that ARMY was like more um, into the fact that Yet to Come in cinemas was happening than they were the Grammys. Like, yes. I, I kind of forgot until Sunday that the Grammys were even a thing. So it was great little like uh, distraction well i have to i like there's part of me that says that that was totally totally purposeful because 100 like i feel like i saw a stat where like their gross box office 10 million dollars worldwide for a free concert (laughs) like like, (laughs) they were bracking in the views Uh uh-huh uh-huh Nobody cared about the Grammys. <laughs> no. The fact that they they made $10 million off a free concert, you guys. People have had access to this free concert for months. Mm-hmm. Like, there are YouTube, like... Clips. There clips, are everything. Everything. It is out there. You could watch it for free. And they made $10 million off of that. And I love that for them. And I feel like while they were playing this, like... The concert in general they're like let's release it in cinemas and make all this money back <laughs> oh yeah so. it was a it was a genius business move one thousand percent and because like we so we went to see it our theater was not full it was not full but oh my god it was so much fun it really was um pretty sure i i felt like i embarrassed you a couple times i mean but... you definitely did but that's fine rachel literally got up out of her seat and started dancing during like mic drop and cypher part three yeah so that was i was like all right girl you do you <laughs> hey there I were support, other people up. I, there were other people up there were like there was a lot of people dancing. Um, there was a lot of people singing along. There were army bombs. There, there was a group. There was a group of girls. Mm-hmm. They, they, they must have been like maybe just teens. out of high school. Yeah, like they were definitely like... teenagers. They made little freebie bags for everyone, and With... they were going around to literally everyone in the theater asking who their bias was and giving them this little freebie bag. And it was the cutest, sweetest thing in the entire world. They had these little book, uh, they're like bookmarks yeah. essentially made where it was like on one side, there was like a picture of your of, bias. Yeah. And then on the other side, it was like, it looked like a ticket. It looked like, like it a was movie like ticket. Yeah. For like yet to come in cinemas, at, like at the specific theater on this specific date. Like it was just so it sweet. It was so sweet and so kind. And there was like photo cards and her, she kisses. And it was just, oh, it was just so sweet. And I'm like, this is why I love ARMY so much. Mm-hmm. Like, these girls, like, I just, I love them so much. If you're listening, you guys, we love you so much. You're our new best friends. Like, yes. I don't, like, I cannot, like, I cannot explain my appreciation for that. That was, like, such a, like, 
happy moment Mm -hmm. and I was like this is why I love BTS and ARMY (laughs) yes and it was just so fun and I love that people were singing and dancing and they were doing I had my ARMY bomb Rachel had her uh my RJ RJ headband and my mic drop idol sweatshirt that's right so we were rocking it out. We did have a guy. I don't know if he worked for the theater or if it was just some rando, but he did like he like poked his head into the theater and was like, "You guys are being too loud." I... And it was like, and then we just got louder. So it was here's fun. the thing: I did not, I did not hear that. I did not recognize that that man did anything. I was so focused on the screen, like I was all like, I was immersed. So like anything happening outside of what would like of me of my Mm -hmm. brain watching bts i was not consciously aware of it so the fact that i missed that kind of makes me sad (laughs) (laughs) because it sounds so funny it was really funny because you could barely hear him saying you guys are being really loud um but i heard him and then i was like well forget you like i'm gonna just be louder let me get up and dance to cypher part three (laughs) yeah there's no way we were louder than some like action movies that happen that like literally shake the entire theater like right and I'm like plus like I was like guys the f- theater is not even full like it's just what is, yeah it's not even full and two like it is not like a movie it's a concert yeah come on and you told us we could do this so yeah yeah BTS said though. it was okay yeah so like they, they asked us, like, specifically at the very beginning, after their first couple songs, they were like, people watching from, you know, wherever, make some noise. And yeah. Like, yeah, we're going to make noise. We're going to make noise. Yeah. It was so, it was so, like, I hope they release that, like, on DVD or streaming or something, because it was so good. I love that concert. I love, I love the set list. It was intense seeing all of the guys on the large screen yes that was amazing i can only imagine what it was like in four like 4d part of me once i kind of wish that there was a place near us that offered that like 4k or whatever experience yeah. with like the seat shake and the seat, yeah but also like the screen is kind of like all around you like an imax mm-hmm. like that would have been intense that probably would have been a little too much for me <laughs> yeah i was just like it was enough knowing that I was going to have to watch RM sweat through that shirt. Oh. Like on the big screen. And I was like, I just don't know. I don't know if I'm going to be able to survive this. I mean, and it then, was like, touch and go. But I also, mean, you know what? You know what really got me, Rachel? Here's what got me. I realized that Jim, I realized that Jimin's leather pants that he wore mm-hmm. in the first part were lace up. Mm hmm. And I didn't know that before this concert, and I don't know what to do with that information. <laughs> <laughs> you just have to live with it now. Just you just have, have to live with it. with it. Now that I know, I just have to. I just have to live knowing that, like, man. I do feel like we need to talk about the way that they edited. <laughs> we one hundred percent need to talk about this. We had a conversation with some armies in the elevator as we were going to, down um, in the parking garage. They edited. 
so that it kind of looked like Jin dies. <laughs> yes, it felt like an in memoriam video at the Grammys or the Oscars. I was like, because they didn't include all of the endments. They yeah. just they had like clips from each of the guys talking. But it was like anytime Jin was talking, there were these like slow mo shots and like yeah. everyone was looking at him fondly. And it was like, guys, it was literally like whatever that cartoon is. Where is it, Robin Hood? Is it the Robin Hood cartoon where the the woman's like, I have no idea. My husband died, and he's like, I'm not dead yet. She's like, telling everyone I'm dead. He's like, sometimes I can still hear his voice. (laughs) (laughs) That was literally what it felt. That was literally what it was. It was so funny. Like, and I just love that everyone, like, everyone was like, Is it just me or (laughs) did they edit that? Like he was so, there. And it's like, no, it is not just you. That is how they edited it. Yes. So I told I warned the girls in our group chat. Shout out to to our group chat girls. We love you. Um, most of them were seeing it Saturday. So we went to see it on a Friday. Yeah. And I think the majority of them were seeing it on Saturday. And so I told them, I didn't tell them what happened, but I was just like, just be prepared because the way that they edited, like the endments and like with Jin specifically it might bring up some emotions like I tried to keep it purposely vague yeah um and I sent like crying emojis but I didn't clarify whether I was crying laughing or crying 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 (laughs) (laughs) and then and then our friend Heather shout out to Heather she immediately she did a tweet where she was like um why did that feel like (laughs) yeah yes this is what I was talking about exactly that's what we were mentioning yeah (laughs) I was like, yes, Heather, you get it. <laughs> it was so, like, yeah, I just love it that, like, so, the, like, our little elevator ride down in the parking garage, it was a little bit quiet, and then, <laughs> and then one girl was literally like, is it just me, or? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think I broke, oh, I broke the silence, because I was like, um, I complimented Oh, yeah, yeah, Their yeah. purse or their shoes. I can't remember. There was something BTS related and I complimented it. And they're like, thanks. And then she was like, can you believe? And I was like, <laughs> yeah, I know. I was literally telling Allison the same thing. We were just saying this. Yeah. It was a really fun, like, communal experience, it was though. So mu- like, it was so much fun. And, like, so we didn't, like, like you know, chit-chat with other armies. But, like, to just kind of be there and... <laughs> around them was great and there was like a little girl Mm -hmm. there was like a little baby she was like maybe I don't know like two maybe Mm -hmm. and she was dancing around and her mom was dancing with her and it was just so sweet so sweet and this was our first time seeing one of their like films in the theater because well we were at we were at John Mulaney the last time (laughs) yeah we were at John Mulaney last time and then we were at Permission to Dance LA yeah so like and the rest of the times we've just watched them at our houses or at my yeah. house. And so this is the first time we got to actually like experience a theater, you know, yeah, performance for them. And it was it was really fun. I like so I still fun. like that the like the community felt like it was still there and still like the energy was really amazing. Yeah, the I energy, felt like. Yeah. The energy was great. Yeah. It was just so much fun. I'm so glad that they did it. And I hope they like guys. Listen, Hive, I know you're listening. Um, <laughs> just release all the concerts, like, slowly through this next past year. Just release all yeah. the concerts. They could literally, like, every three, I would watch, six months, they could, like, 
release one of their concert videos i would go to every single one of them and they would earn at least another 10 million dollars like come on (laughs) yeah yeah it would be so much fun i think it would be so much fun yeah that's a great plan honestly to keep fans engaged to keep you know to introduce new people to the mm-hmm. group like mm-hmm. there were a lot of people i saw on twitter who like dragged their non-army besties yeah with them to the movie and well like, they i mean, left feeling at least having a greater appreciation yeah for the group you know and like like we talked to a shop owner um as we were shopping before the movie mm-hmm. started and we were talking to her about bts and like you know she she probably wouldn't have like that conversation would have never happened. You know what I mean? Right. If it wasn't if showing. If it wasn't showing. So like I would have never thought this that that kind of like that she was into K-pop too cuz she's a really big Blackpink fan. Um yeah. we learned. But we would have never had that conversation if it wasn't for BTS and she like I don't know like and people might overhear our conversation about BTS and like mm-hmm get interested like it's just it's just a way to kind of grow the community in a very organic way yes through fans talking to other people people. who then become fans yeah exactly so all fingers crossed hi get on it yeah come on i know you're listening i won't even take credit for this idea if it happens we'll just yeah i'll know you'll know our listeners will know but that's it (laughs) yes I don't I don't expect any kind of compensation for this idea. <laughs> so, oh man. Well, next time we are going to be discussing something major. Major. Well, we will be talking about of course J-Hope's coming birthday because it is what Hobeary. Yep. And his documentary called J-Hope in the Box is dropping on Disney Plus on the 17th. Mm-hmm, the day before his birthday. So. I'm, I'm I'm really excited. Um, yeah, just from what we've seen what they've released so far, like I can't wait. I can't wait to watch it. It looks like it's going to kind of cover the creative process in terms of just like making the album, but then also really kind of do a deep dive, it felt like based on into, the trailer into like the actual promotion of the album leading and up to Lollapalooza. Lollapalooza. Yeah. yeah. So I'm really excited to I watch can't wait. it. I can't wait. It's going to be so much fun. We should have like a little viewing party. Night. Yeah. Like a viewing party and watch yeah. it and we can cry about his photo folio. Oh, his photo folio. We'll talk about that next time too. There's a lot going on there. There was a lot. We understand now why BTS had the reaction that they had. Yes. <laughs> yes. It all became very obvious. Why. Yes. Yes. So I'm I'm honestly a little a little terrified for when they start releasing stuff for Sugar's photofolio. I'm I'm kind of terrified for that. Uh, but I can't wait also because that's the last one. And then I'll have I know. all eight. We'll have I've them collected all. them all. You gotta catch them all. I gotta catch them all, you guys. <laughs> I have too. I have gotten all of them thus far. Yes. I do think kudos to <laughs> to um, Hive for increasing the number available. Yes, in the yes, first round have, of production, I feel like they've really learned from specifically JK and RM's releases that um, these are in high demand and they should print many. Yes. In fact, they should print a lot. Yes. So. 
I'm so excited. And I think I'm supposed to get my Gen 1 soon. I got my Gen and my Jimin. I did get my Jimin too, but I haven't opened it yet because work and being sick. But yeah, I'm supposed I to got, get Jen soon. I got two photo cards. Were we supposed to get two fo- photo cards for Jen? I got two photo cards. I don't know. Guys, <gasps> let me know. Did I get a special a special one or is this just normal? Because if I get a special one, I will feel very lucky. <laughs> but if it's a normal one, I'll feel fine. You know? Yeah. But I got Pirate Gin and Captain, Sea Captain Gin. That's adorable. I love so, it. Yeah. Best of both worlds. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's a fanfic you could write there. That's right. <laughs> I'm on it. That's what I'll do in my during this uh, break that they're taking. I'll just write Yes. If they, Weird. Ever let us, if they ever let us breathe. They'll never let us breathe. What am I talking about? No. I know. <laughs> Listen, our first goal has to be watch, watching Bon Voyage seasons two, three, and four. We'll get there one day. One day. One day. But, well, thank you guys so much for listening. Yes. Happy two-year anniversary, Allison. Oh, thank you. Happy two-year anniversary, Rachel. I love you. I'm so glad that we do this podcast together. Me too. Um, thank you so much for introducing me to BTS. I, I mean, I've really done the Lord's work. What can I say? Truly. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think our lives are infinitely better because BTS is in it. And 100%. I think this podcast also contributes greatly. Yes. I cannot stress how much mm-hmm. BTS in this podcast has made my life better. So well, I'm sending you little hearts. Little hearts. Little hearts. And we love all of you guys, too. If you've yes. been here since the beginning, thank you so much for, for if, hanging out with us. If you're brand new, please stick around. Yes, please talk to us. We are always down for making friends. And until next time, I'm Rachel. And I'm Allison. And this has been BTS Sesh. Thank you for listening to BTS Sesh. BTS Sesh is hosted and produced by Allison and Rachel and edited by Rachel. If you enjoyed the show, please consider leaving us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. You can also find us on Twitter at BTS Sesh. That's B-T-S-S-E-S-H. Please come find us in Fangirl. We love making new friends.